0: poor dad he's like handyman extraordinaire shall we talk about that (laughs) but why is it poor he loves he loves it that's i know i know i know i don't know what i would i would i don't know what i would do if i didn't have a husband like that
1: you would hire some more little men well i guess i'd have to but i'm very spoiled Lordy, Lord! Hello, Mother Katie. <laughs> How you doing?
0: I'm feeling the stress of the
1: season already. Oh Lord, already yeah. we're—it's like we're in it. Yeah. Well, I'm feeling it. I'm still feeling your terrible Wi-Fi. How's that going? What's the update? Yeah, well, there? you know, it's. I got to
0: get dad home to plug it all in. We gotta, we have to, uh, we've got all the Mom, equipment you here. you are
1: an independent woman that is so smart and educated. You can do it yourself. Catherine, you are adding to the stress of the season. Mama, you literally told
0: me yourself that you just have to plug it in. No, you have to remove the old boxes and put new boxes in. I don't know how to do that.
1: Mom, yeah, I think right. you have a lot of, I can't do it, and I think you can do it. Uh, Catherine, should we start over? (laughs) No. Okay. I am
0: feeling the stress of the season. (laughs) Okay. And I wonder if anybody else is feeling it. It's just, you know, it's the rush. It's the rush. I know. I'm looking at the Advent candles and we're up this week to the pink, which is supposed to be the rejoicing because we only have one more week before Christmas. And I'm going, oh my God. I have got to get to Chicago to do some shopping. I got the trees. Well, first of all, I'll backtrack. My flight was delayed yesterday, quickly coming back home here, which put me over the edge, as I'm sure everybody else in LaGuardia.
1: Got home. uh, Over the (laughs) Literally. And you couldn't even have a glass of wine.
0: I literally... Got off the plane. I thought I was going to have a couple hours to just come home, regroup, warm up. I I had five minutes before rehearsal started. So, uh, yeah, got home after rehearsal, had to hop in the shower. I mean, literally just dropped into bed. And then this morning, of course, I, I had the my Christmas tree people coming to drop off the trees. But, of course, you had to send me what I woke up to. Was a TikTok of somebody (laughs) that had their tree all decorated and up a real tree. And the woman was freaking out because there was an opossum in her tree. I could see it.
1: You know, it happened. This was
0: not a joke.
1: No joke. That's why the opossum is it opossum or possum? I think it's it's
0: just possum. Opossum. It's. It's spelled an with an o-possum? opossum. It's not an au pair. Opossum, yeah.
1: You pronounce or We'll just the call o? it opossum.
0: Listen, I didn't want that varmint in my tree. Yeah, well, be it possums or spiders. Well, uh, hopefully, so your tree I, is good. I greeted my sweet Chris. I call her the Christmas tree lady. And she was there with the two little guys, my two little elves. They had the trees. And I said, Deb, I said, you've got to do me a favor. I said, I. My daughter sent me this picture of an animal in the tree. I cannot have any animals in my house. Please, will you have the guys stump on? You know, shake the trees and everything. So she here. She is telling them shake, pound. They're pounding the tree, shaking the tree outside. <laughs> you should have gotten a video of this. I should have. I really should have. But the trees are up. Uh, they fit beautifully in the house. I'm watering them like crazy because they were just newly. Uh, well, they trimmed the edge, the bottom of it, the stem. So it's just like drinking that water. So, but of course, Pops, Papa Kevin is not anywhere around. So I had to, I'll be back at the chiropractor again, because I had to move all the furniture in the living room, you know, that heavy couch and everything, but I did it. Uh, this morning, I moved everything around. You're an independent woman, Mom. You can do it. You don't need no men. Oh, my God. Have mercy. So anyhow, uh, the trees are up. I think I made a mistake by telling them, no, don't worry. We don't need you to, to put the lights on.
1: Agreed. That was so foolish of you.
0: Dad Dad said that. Nope, I'm doing the Because he said I had to redo it all last year. I said, oh, Well, God.
1: Redoing versus starting from scratch, I feel um, like if you're f- just fixing fine tuning versus starting from scratch. Well, he
0: wasn't fine tuning, but anyhow, it's all right. He'll get home late tonight and he's got a bit of a pr- poor dad. He's like handyman extraordinaire. Shall we talk about that? <laughs> but why is it poor? He loves, he loves it. That's like I his know, outlet. I know, I know, I know. I don't know what I would, I would, I don't know what I would do if I didn't have a husband like that. You would hire some more little men. Well, I guess I'd have to, but I'm very spoiled.
1: Did you see the story about? um, I think it just came out today or yesterday about the Hermes heir like leaving his fortune to his gardener. Where? No, I did not, Carrie. Katie. Well, speaking of like little men that help you out, the um, here I pulled up the story because I actually thought it was hilarious. Hermes heir awarding fifty. one year old gardener, $11 billion fortune, and $5.9 million in property. He's like the Hermes heir. He doesn't have any kids. He doesn't have any like wife or anything. He is like giving, he adopted this 51 year old gardener and is giving all of his money to him and his family. Good. I love that. Maybe I should think about that. Um, Well, I think the key is that he didn't have any family. I can't believe that though, Katie. Hermes? I know. I think he was on the outs. and I'm sure he wanted to create a ruckus with the family.
0: Yeah. So, uh, everybody, I was in New York and I'm back in Milwaukee. And I'll tell you, there is no relaxing in New York with Katie Shealy.
1: Okay, but here's the thing. You always say that. But we just have like one thing planned a day. We've had we allotted time for rest in every single day. I'm pregnant. I'm the one that should be complaining. I'm an old bag. Yeah, but I am growing limbs. Oh, you sure are. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Are we gonna hop to that right away? That we? Um, I know. I... I'm just saying that I am. But I going know. back to the holiday. Okay. Buying Christmas presents is, if you don't have like a clear vision on what you want to get someone, is so stressful because- It's hell. I know. I am in the camp of the sentimental route. You know, like I love things to be sentimental and there's thought, not just like, oh, I'm going to buy you a scarf, right? So it just adds the extra stress value to the gift yeah, giving but, season,
0: yeah, but it's it's hard. I don't like to just have somebody give me a list, and then, totally. then you buy something off the list, and then it's like that's nothing my point. surprise. I know that,
1: but you're that's really exactly one. That's the that's the queen saying. of the lists. Well, you always ask me, so I I provide a list if you ask me. I'm going to say I yes. This this handbag would be nice. Yeah, I know, I
0: know. But I mean, that's not even that's not so stressful. It's like because. I used to buy a lot more gifts for a lot more people. And now it's just basically When does
1: that stop? Well, I think
0: hmm that's a very good question.
1: Because it does get that's a good crazy. Question. You know it what I It mean? does get
0: crazy. I think but you're in you're in the you're in the depths of it right now because you're mar- you're young Mm-hmm. Newly married, you're gonna have children, your how shall I say it, your brother, your siblings, your, your you know, husband's siblings, you're all there and you want to do something for the kids. So right, but it just gets like crazy. It just it does, Katie. It does get crazy. And it's not yeah. that like
1: I don't want to shower all the kids, but there's I know, three kids I know. in each side. And like to get, you know, it's but didn't just, you just... say
0: that you're doing um you picked names for Secret at least for Santa, the adults? For
1: Matt's family, for the adults, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know it gets crazy. It just, uh, and I think and it not was just me not
1: wanting to get gifts. is just like overwhelming.
0: It's overwhelming. And I think that, I think I just basically said one year I said, you know what? Um, let's not exchange gifts. I think when it was like aunt Joni and you know,
1: all that, it was just too much. It just was too much. So you um, said that you said one, what was the year you were like, we're not, I'm not going to get your kids gifts this year.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think they were a little older, but I I think that it got to that point where it was just crazy. It was just crazy. But on the other hand, if I have like house guests for Christmas, of course, I'm going to have gifts for them. I guess it changes. But that's not the, that is not the thing that gets me stressed. That is not the thing that gets me stressed. I think the thing that gets me stressed is just preparing, preparing my house, getting my trees done, making sure that I have- Oh, I love that. That's my like happy time. Oh, it's not for me. I mean, it is, I shouldn't say that. It is, but I, it just, it's so much for me.
1: But that's I like have my so stressor. My- that like gets me out of my own head. That's why I literally started decorating the day after Halloween. Yeah. Because I was pregnant and I just needed some happiness and joy. Yeah. And this just sparked happiness and joy. Well,
0: that's good. Uh, and then I got a call from Aunt Cheryl and she said, you know, the kids are coming in town. Uh, they want to get together. And I said, fantastic. Let's figure out a date. So I have a tentative date for all of us to get together for that. So it's just all those little things, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm being pulled in every direction. Yeah. I'm being pulled in every direction, and then I was supposed to. Uh, well, I am doing a um, holiday party for PAC, but I had to. De- I decided to do it after I've did that before. PAC is my dad's yeah company, company. Yes, yes, um, for the managers, and it's it's just crazy for everybody around this time of year. So what that I did make the decision. You know, Katie, I did it. Uh, it was probably just before COVID, but I had it around Valentine's Day.
1: So you're not doing it this year? Wait, what'd you say?
0: I'm I'm doing a company, a uh, manager's party, Christmas party, but I'm doing it uh, after Christmas. Oh, so that's so not I, giving you stress. So I do it while I had to make all these decisions. So yeah. um,
1: Yeah. Well, it's just a lot. You know, I just have a lot on my mind. I'm hosting the Sculpt Society holiday party. On Thursday, here at the apartment, yeah. so I have like a table set up with all my like Christmas plates. I ordered catering for the food,
0: so that makes it
1: easier. Is the easiest thing. So I'm just gonna make cookies, and then I told everyone to bring their cocktail or mocktail of choice yeah. and like batch it. So we'll have a bunch of different cocktails. Um, Excellent idea. Excellent yeah. idea. Yeah. So. So I
0: just want to, I just want to get some of the stress stuff over with, you know, baking cookies, doing, getting everything prepared so that I can enjoy. And, and that will happen by the time you come, I promise.
1: See, I think it's so interesting though, because like baking cookies and all of that is so relaxing and like so, well, you just said it was stressful.
0: No, when I get to that point. Of baking oh, that, cookies and having that, that it's then, fun. yeah, no, that's that I enjoy. It's just finding the time for every little thing. Well, we, we we have a lot of little dinners and dinner parties, and my concert this weekend, and and all that kind of stuff. So See, it's, the
1: thing right now that's stressing me out the most is nothing fits. Yeah.
0: Well, and that even does happen, Matt huh? today,
1: <laughs> when I, I FaceTime him when I was eating lunch, he goes. You've worn that outfit for four days straight. Are you going <laughs> to wash it? <laughs> and I go, not a lot fits right now, and this is what I'd, I'm working with here. Well, tell him to bring home a few more uh, little sweaters for you. And then today, I had a private, the nerve, the girl. What? She goes, She goes. yeah, you are looking a little bit wider. <gasps> yeah, of course I am. But, but she knows you're You pregnant. do not... Yeah, but you do not say that to a pregnant woman. No. I go, okay, Um, 10 more reps. Like, <laughs> what? I go, yeah, I guess I am. Oh, dude. Can you imagine? Rude. And another funny story too. Before I announced I was pregnant, another girl who I give privates to, um, and I see her consistently and <laughs> she stopped the private and she goes, we're close, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And she goes... This is going to sound really crazy, but um, did you get a boob job? Because you canceled last week's private and your boobs look like really different. <laughs> and I go, oh my God. I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she told me I looked wide today. So I go, "That, that's a blow to the oh, ego, but No, right. I didn't notice that at all with you. I really didn't,
0: Katie. Well, in fact- uh, That's what uh, you I, should say. I was able to grace your studio- the TSS, we did a little filming. Yes, I will be on the TSS
1: something or other around the holiday times because I exercised with you, what well, was just no, a short little bit. But. For Mother's Day, it's going to be a Mother's yes. Day situation. So that will be fun. But you're going to come back every time you're in the city and um, film a We're little workout out.. Yeah, yeah. But speaking of work out, working out, I feel like I have turned a corner with how I'm feeling. Which is really exciting, and I feel good. this kind of happened.
0: A couple All right, of days let's, ago. let's
1: let's talk a little bit about it. So, Katie, when you <laughs> first found out yeah. that you
0: were pregnant, you did not feel good. So, let's just talk about that. I mean, you yeah. it was bad.
1: Yeah, no, I was. This was at the end of the summer, and my summer was so jam-packed and so crazy. Every weekend I was traveling. um, I was teaching so much. I was doing the TSS tour. So at the end of the summer, I just felt like I was really run down and I was just not feeling myself. I was out of breath. I was tired. I just felt like absolute garbage. Right, right, right. And like I said, I just thought I was just run down and I just wore myself too thin Um, But then once you, once you found out though, you were pregnant and
0: then you knew that it was morning sickness and that can be so debilitating. It's
1: not even morning sickness. It's all day sickness. Yeah. 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 I, until literally 16 weeks, every single day, all day, every day, I was nauseous, disgusting, running out of moving vehicles to throw up gagging yeah. throwing up um like mucus just not cute um and in the beginning when I didn't know I was pregnant I when I was nauseous and not feeling well I wouldn't eat because I'm like nothing right. sounded good like disgusting I can't I don't want to put anything in my body cuz I feel like I'm going to throw that up too so I wasn't eating really in the beginning and The only thing to really help the nausea that I found is to eat, which seems very counterintuitive. Um, So once I kind of figured that out, I ate more, but it it is so rough.
0: Yeah. And I remember telling you when when you told me that you were pregnant, I just remember I made that same mistake. And to the point where you've got to have like crackers or something at your bedside table. And they say to even before you get out of bed, uh, eat something and just stay there for a minute to get that blood sugar kind of evened out a little bit before you even get out of bed.
1: The whole time, I mean, I was thinking, how do women who have like a nine to five office job, like do oh my this? God. I don't know. Because I would have pockets of my day where I could, like, come home and rest and chill. But, like, if you have a 9 to 5 job, you are a superhero. You certainly are. Don't get me wrong. Working out was the last thing I wanted to do. And at moments, I also felt like a superhero that I got through that. But, oh, my Lord. I know. I know. Okay. So you are – you feel like you've turned a corner. With the, I feel with like that. I've turned a corner. Yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. – I don't necessarily have my full energy. But it sure seems like you have an appetite. Yes. I have an appetite. I'm eating a lot. I am not really as nauseous. So that's so a win.
0: Go that's a good
1: thing. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: Katie, when – okay, so thank goodness that's over with. But um I remember – asking you, I said, oh my God, Katie, because we had just talked about you really not having a doctor, uh, in the city and that, you know, you were working on, you know, kind of networking, trying to find a doctor, not, not an OBGYN per se. So when this all happened, um, I said, okay, now you've got to, now you've got to talk to the girlfriends and find an OBGYN or something. So can you tell us what you
1: decided? I had an OBGYN because I, 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 you know, had my like checkups, checkups. and stuff like that and okay. I was on birth control and all that stuff. But um, first of all, I don't think people really talk about like the moment you find out you're pregnant. It is so exciting, all the things, but it is so terrifying and so scary, especially for the first time because you're like, oh my God, this thing that you wait your whole life for, and then it happens and you don't really know what to do next or who to call. And in that moment, you really can't do anything. You're just like there. Um, it's like very, I feel an isolating, weird feeling.
0: Well, it is. It's very surreal. It's like so, so many head games talk about stress.
1: Yeah. You're thinking totally way into the future. Right. So after like immediately we found out, I texted a couple of my girlfriends and I was like, okay, like what did you do? What was your plan? Like I need just some guidelines of what to be thinking right now. Um, and I got a lot of different responses from all my different girlfriends in the city and what they did. And I did my own research. Um, and I looked at doctors of OBGYNs and hospitals, and then I started to look at midwives. And honestly, when my girlfriends who used midwives told me about that, I kind of thought it was like some medieval like (laughs) Like granola, have it it in a bathtub in your house, Mm -hmm. like no epidural with like candles going. So, and that's just like, I'm all about like the granola life, but like that's a little too granola for me. And they're like, no, just like look into it, like do your research, Um, watch this movie, The Business of Being Born. You'll really get a better understanding of what a midwife is and how it's different than a typical OBGYN. And I want to preface this all by saying, too, that this was the right decision for me and my comfortability. And it's not necessarily the right decision for everyone else, but this is what I'm doing. And also, having a woman team, woman led team, was very important to me. I didn't want any males, um, OBGYN or male midwives or male anything. I wanted it to be all women. Um, That was very important. So I looked up different OBGYNs, talking to them, and I just didn't feel the like human connection with them. And it felt
0: more like a business maybe.
1: Yeah. And just like more medicinal and mm-hmm. in and out kind of. Um, yeah. And when I was looking into the midwives, I found this group of women and I met them and immediately fell in love with them. I was very stressed in the beginning of when I found out I was pregnant because it's just a very stressful time. When I was with them in person, I immediately felt less stressed. They looked at me like I was like a human going through this life-changing experience and they are so lucky to be a part of it and they wanted to be my advocate for anything that I wanted within the birthing process and they are fully encompassing pre and postnatal care they are checking in with me like mental checkups like how are you doing mentally like what's going on like physically with you what's doing this and they it feels more of like a a safety net, like a powerful tribe of women that are just like backing you hundred percent. And Katie, how lucky are you to have these choices? You know, totally. Uh, not totally. everybody,
0: because obviously it's an, an an extra charge. I mean, you're you're having a midwife midwife team, but it is being overseen by a an OBGYN. You have a, a doctor on on the team?
1: Not really. I will be giving birth in a hospital, so in that sense, yes, you are correct. I will be giving birth in a hospital um, with all the normal things. So, like, if I want an epidural, if I want that, all that normal stuff will happen. If God forbid something happens, that there. I would need a doctor. They have relationships at the hospital that they can call in a doctor either to perform like a C section, not gonna let that, I don't have to ha- no, have that, no. or things like that where a doctor is needed. But in the case that hopefully a doctor is not needed to perform a surgery or whatever, the entire time, the entire process, I will just be with my midwives birthing the baby. And these
0: midwives, Katie, what, what is their background? Do they have a medical
1: background? Yeah, they're all registered nurses and they're all medical professionals, but they're not OBGYNs, but they like, they're not doctors. Yes, but I think
0: that most women that have had children in the hospital situation will attest to the fact that it's those nurses that are with you more than the doctor who's called in at the very last minute to do the honors. And I I think, you know, midwives slash nurses are fully capable as well. So um, if there are no complications. And
1: the thing too that I really resonated with is I am creating a relationship with these midwives right now. And they know like who I am. They know what I do. They are constantly checking up on me. Like, I feel like I have like a fairy godmother in a, right. in a way yes. where they really, really know who I am, where I didn't feel that connection with OBGYNs, where I feel more of like a maternal connection with these midwives.
0: Right. And I feel like it's, they're giving you the physical and emotional support.
1: And spiritual too, like yes. everything. Like yeah, and they also are the biggest proponents of advocating for the mother. So, whatever I want, they will a hundred percent in their power make that happen. So, right. like I do not want to be induced. So they will do everything to help me further the process of the baby coming, so I don't have to be induced. They'll you know, give me natural remedies. They'll say, okay, go outside and go curb walking for a little bit. Go do this. Go do that. I. It's important to me that when I have the baby that the baby is right skin to skin onto me right away. They'll make sure that that happens right away. So they are just big advocates for anything that the mother wants where sometimes in more medicinal medicinal settings, they'll kind of do what, is the right thing to do to further along the process.
0: Well, I think, I think also, Katie, you know, I happened to be at my annual checkup and um, knew that you were expecting. And I, uh, to be honest with you, I, I, you know, I, I thought, what is this midwife stuff that she's talking about? Because I really didn't, I didn't quite understand all of it. And um, so I mentioned it to my doctor and she said, oh, Carol, she said, it's taking a turn everything's taking a turn, especially in New York. The women are taking control of their bodies. They're not letting the doctors to call the shots and, and to say, well, I think we better, you know, it's been a couple of days since your due date. Let's bring you in to induce you, blah, blah, blah. Where I think that it's, that this is changing. Everything is totally. changing. There's been too many C-sections. There's been ten, too many. And don't get me wrong. I mean, doctors know what they're doing too, Katie, but, um, I think they're just giving a little bit more power to the mothers to mothers. Um totally. and to the women. Which is totally. great. Totally. But I'm I just I was happy to know that you were indeed giving birth in a hospital and that you'll have the support if need be of other situations.
1: Yeah. Totally. And we also decided we're gonna use a doula as well. All these like hilarious Oh dear lords. <laughs> Lord. Um but a doula my girlfriend kind of explained it to me that for a first time around, she would recommend doula. Her second baby, she didn't have a doula, but the first time is obviously everything is so new and you're like, what is happening? It's kind of like having an adult in the room in the way, being that she will kind of explain everything, will... Just guide us through the process. Just another support system for me and for Matt too to to help. Um, Once again, Katie,
0: you're very lucky, honey, to ha- be able to ha- to have all these um, extra guiding hands uh, with you. Because
1: <laughs> I don't know the difference between a doula and a midwife, but well, a midwife birth- like delivers the baby and a doula is like the emotional support support okay well how wonderful how wonderful and and you're so
0: happy with the team Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. very much so and you still get the ultrasounds because you invited me to the last ultrasound before I hopped on the plane which was like are you kidding me to see when 30 years ago when I was having babies it was like uh, much more antiquated systems than you guys. I mean, to see what we saw in your sweet baby at this point, 16 weeks, clear spine, clear hands, moving all over the place.
1: I know. Amazing. It really is crazy. It's just a, like, it's so crazy because sometimes like you forget that I'm or I forget that I'm pregnant and then I like look in the mirror or I just feel weird and then I'm like, oh, like this is happening. Like this this is not changing for a while. But once once the baby's big enough to really give you a little
0: bump or an elbow, you're gonna say, Oh my gosh, what is this?
1: Did you when you were pregnant go through like lows of how you were feeling and how you were looking and that emotional oh, sure roller coaster.
0: Oh, sure. Oh, sure. You'll have your ups and downs through pregnancy and then after too, you know? Um, and I think that's just the hormones that it's going through your body. And it's just, it's a big change, Katie. It's just a big change. It's a big responsibility and wow, you know, so much to think about, but, uh, Do you feel like you are
1: going through some of that? Totally. That's why why I asked you. Like, it has been very difficult for me, like physically, let alone the not feeling well and the nausea and throwing up, which is just not fun in general. I didn't think that the body changes would affect me as much. And I think two things can be very true at once where I'm so excited and, of course, I want my body to change for the baby's health and all of – I know all of that as well. But a lot of things that make me – like me and like happy and like my self-identity – I know I'm crying, but hormones. My self-identity is – when I can wake up in the morning and put on an outfit that I love and of course. do my hair and my makeup and feel good with what I'm wearing and like give that to other people as well. And I haven't felt that whatsoever. And that has been difficult because I just like feel like I'm just not myself.
0: But Katie, I think that it's this in-between time too. I think once once you are really starting to show and get into that, the end of that second trimester, really get into it, I think that it's, you're going to feel better. I just really do. I think it's this in-between time where you can still kind of fit into your clothes, but they're snug and you're going, what's going on here? You know? Yeah. I'm, it's, it's, it's difficult. Hard. I know. And I, I, know. I don't
1: think a lot of, or I, I think it's kind of like taboo in some ways for women to talk about like not really enjoying pregnancy because that thinks that. You're not excited to be a mom or have a baby, which I don't think is true. I think you cannot enjoy being pregnant and be so excited to be a mom. Cause at this moment, I'm not really enjoying it.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know if I've really enjoyed my pregnancy. I mean, I wish I could, I, I wish that I could go back and enjoy it now. Because I see, but i I do see women, I mean Maria is the your cousin is the best example. I've never seen anybody so happy being pregnant in my whole life, and Lizzie too
1: no, so, and I've had girlfriends that that are like could be pregnant every single day if they, right she, right right, right,
0: but I think it's okay, Katie, to feel the way you're feeling too. it's okay i it is, and I think it's going to change. I think it's going to change once that once you get that little baby bump out there. Yeah, it's going to change. But Katie, think about what your profession is. You're, You're a professional dancer. You're looking in the mirrors all the time. So you notice every little change in your body, every change. So I think it's playing mind games on you right now too.
1: Totally. yeah. And like, I have been very lucky that I really haven't had any... Issues with either eating or body image or any of that in my life. Like I feel right. like I've no, you haven't. You and Dad have really set me up for success and have made me feel very confident with who I am and my body and all that kind of stuff. And dealing with it now is—it just feels like a, a, out of body, and it feels just. Like,
0: I know, Kate. And I think, Katie, that's why, especially that ultrasound on yesterday, it was only yesterday, it really, you know, it reinforces that you're, you're growing a human being in your body. I mean, it's, you know, it's the biggest gift that you could ever receive. Because there are so many people out there that are having trouble getting pregnant and want it more than anything in the world. It's not lessening the way you're feeling. I'm not saying that. But you I trust me, Katie, you will get to that point where you're gonna just love every minute of it.
1: You will. You will. But I think I'm saying this too to for anyone that is going through it, like don't have any guilt with no. how you're feeling because I think it is like a an um can be a natural or human reaction to feel the way that we're feeling now. And I know Megan also had her issues with it too. And having her as a sounding board has really helped me as well. Wow, because, you know, she's obviously going through the same things work-wise and training than that I am. Um and I think just reminding myself that it's a short period of time and in the grand scheme of things and it's fine and everything will go back to normal and it's okay, but it's not for the faint of heart, dear Lord. No,
0: it's not. No, it's not. And the amount of exercising that you continue to do, I mean, intensive exercising, it's like, wow. I mean, Katie, that your body's going to bounce back like nobody's business. Look at Megan already.
1: She already looks fantastic. Yeah. But, it, and if it doesn't, it doesn't, whatever, I'm not putting my, the pressure on myself for that. But I want you to enjoy every minute of this pregnancy, every, and I hope, Katie, that you're taking, uh, writing down in a diary, these, all your feelings. I know. I, Please do. I, I need to start doing that because I think in the beginning I was just so not in a good mental state that- But really try to document.
0: I did little by little- you know, I I just on my calendar I would do that. Just how you're feeling and the changes, and because it's all things that your your baby or is going to ask you.
1: How how did you feel? How did you carry me? How did you you know? And you what want was to the difference for you between Christopher and me, a boy versus a girl? Were were they very different or were they similar pregnancies? Um, good question. I
0: mean, to be honest with you, it was pretty similar. It was just the delivery was different. Yours when I had you, it was easy. Christopher was a little tough. But during I the had a tough time. But during the pregnancy, I think I carried you both pretty much the same. I'd really I have to be honest with you. I don't remember anything really different.
1: But were you sick? Were you
0: Well, I was sick with both of you. Yeah. Yeah. I was nauseous with both of you for that first trimester.
1: just, Just, it was like my, it was never told that to me. Sure. I did. No, no, you didn't. Not until (laughs) I got
0: pregnant. Yeah. I mean, my, I, I, it was like the, the, my, my life was just swirling in front of me (laughs) every day. You know, I remember once I said to dad, I think I'm going to faint. He says, well, sit down on the bed. I said, I know. I just, what is going on with me? It's like, you know, you've got, uh, your blood flow is different. I mean, it's, Your whole body is being taken over. It really is, you know? So enjoy the ride. And you will. (laughs) And you will, because now you're feeling better. And I noticed while I was there, you're eating. And, you know, you're being, you're able to eat now. So this is a good thing. So we're over that hump. Because, yeah, you didn't, I remember. Mm Yeah. Yeah the end of the summer and whatnot. Uh-uh. It was, yeah, you were not well. I kept saying, are you sure you don't have COVID? Are you sure you don't have this? <laughs> Little did I we know. know, right? Yeah. No, it'll be good. And lots of things to plan, Katie. Your nursery. I know. I mean, all this exciting when stuff.
1: I need, I, someone messaged me being like, can you please send me your baby registry? I'm like, I need to start that now? Like, <laughs> Well, I mean, you just got
0: to start thinking about it, I guess. Yeah.
1: How do, how does one know what to add? I have no
0: idea. Well, I mean, the most important thing is you need a crib, but well, the, yeah, a bassinet. That's the yeah. That I mean,
1: stuff is, you know, yeah. whatever, but all the other stuff.
0: Well, yeah, I think everybody goes a little crazy, but it'll be beautiful. Knowing you, it's going to be designed gorgeous, your little nursery. Is that
1: what you mean? No, yeah, I've no doubts about that. Like, I have a whole theme already. I'm talking about like on the registry,
0: registry. Oh, you don't need to do that now. No.
1: Were you just listening to the conversation? We. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
0: hear registry. Yeah. Okay. I just well, said we
1: baby registry. Oh, I didn't hear that. Well, I,
0: I don't think you need that yet. But well, some people
1: are like, yeah, you got to start making it now. Oh, dear Lord. That's what I said. I don't know what to add to it. Well, we never had such a thing. You had a baby registry. You never had a baby shower? No, Katie, I did
0: not have a baby registry. We didn't have registries then. People would just buy you little outfits.
1: But what about the things
0: that you needed for the baby? No, uh, I bought it or my mom bought it for me. Like the crib and all that? Yeah, no, I just bought it all. Katie, we did not have things like that back then. We did not... It's it's a little crazy these days, if you ask me. How so? It's a little crazy. Well, How so registries and you know, I don't know. I
1: just think it's crazy. But isn't that good to know exactly what the mom wants? But you're asking other people to buy it for you. Well, aren't you going to go to a baby shower and give a gift?
0: Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It makes sense, doesn't it? It does. It makes sense that <laughs> the person is getting what they want. But we just didn't have that. We just didn't have that. So you we just got a
1: lot of things you didn't want.
0: Yeah. And you were just happy to celebrate. That's all. <laughs> and it was never big items, Katie. It was never big items or anything. Because that was just, you know, you, you had that all. You bought that all. I remember being very pregnant when dad uh, said, I think I better put the crib together. And we have pictures of that. Um, before Critty came. So I must have been at least seven, eight months pregnant. And I said, I think we better put this together, put the nursery together.
1: Did you have, because you didn't, we're not finding out the gender of the baby until I have the baby. And I know you guys did the same thing as well. Right. Did mm-hmm. you have a boy and girl name Yes, for each Critty yes. and I? That were like 100% if it's a boy, it's this. 100% if it's a girl, it's this. Yes. And how early- along did you have those names?
0: Not that early. I guess we just, we we thought about it all through the pregnancy. I I remember even having a book that had names, a name, you know, baby names, and we would go through it at night and talk about it. And I knew I wanted Christopher, if it was a boy or Christina, I think if it was a girl and with you, yeah, Christina, isn't that funny? But then, um, but then I switched over to, (laughs) then I switched over to Catherine, Catherine I knew that because that was the flip of my grandma's name. Are you thinking about that already? I'm sure you are. Do you have it all yeah. down pat?
1: Yeah, I think so. We, I think we have a girl name for sure. And then we're toying on a couple boy names, but I think
0: you'll we, know. We know. Yeah, yeah, you'll know as the time comes. Well, you have a lot to look forward to, Katie, just an awful lot. And it's going to go fast. Because when you think you're, you're due uh, at, towards the end of May, so after Christmas, it's five months. I was already looking up um, baby moons today. See? Oh, my gosh. And we never had that either. See? You guys have lots, lots of fun to look forward to in these next five months. No time to get sad.
1: Well, I think it's okay to get sad if it's a, how you're feeling. Yeah. It's okay to embrace it, too. Yes, of course. I'll be there you know, every step of the way it. for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: Kate, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to get this stress of my Christmas stress down. You know, I'm going to get rid of that because when I was at the airport, like I said to you, I could feel the stress from everybody because of all the delays, things were backed up and whatnot. So I'm going right to, to my, uh, honest to Pete. So, uh, as we were waiting in line, you know, you, you, you're ready to get to board the plane and then they tell you no it's going to be delayed for an hour and a half come back in an hour so we come back in an hour and everybody's like in bad shape because they're furious they want to get on the plane so they're finally boarding people and they say the people that need extra help the people that you know military the people with children so you're going okay okay and everybody's kind of cramming up to the gate and then they say and you think it's at the first class there were so many first class people okay fine so then you're standing there i did have comfort but then they said now the diamond medallions can go on so i'm standing there and i'm going <laughs> and there was this guy next to me i mean you always have to have somebody like this he reminded me of like um just a really cool kind of uh oh, rocker kind of guy okay not not real young or anything and so he said go ahead to me and i looked at him and i says i'm not a diamond and he goes but you're a diamond in my eyes <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I looked at him and he said it loud enough that everybody heard, especially the gate, uh, agent. And she said, then you best go. <laughs> wow. So she let me on. Wow. I thought, wow, we got to have more like that. So we have to have, we have to get in the holiday spirit, Carol. So, um, <laughs> you, no more stress just
1: hitting on you left and right. Well, Mom. I,
0: I, I just thought that was so cute. The way he said that, you know, how old and, was this man? Well, he was probably in his 40s, maybe 50. Oh, yeah. young,
1: young whippersnapper. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nice. he was just
0: adorable. Yeah, The diamond in my eyes. I said, well, oh, I love
1: that for you, okay. mom.
0: So honest to Pete. <laughs> you still got it. Let's get in the Christmas spirit. No, not that I have anything. I'm just saying we've got to get in the Christmas spirit. No, you still, still no got stress. the goods. You still yeah. Well, got I the don't goods. know about that. Yeah.
1: But anyhow, so Kate. Yes. Onward. onward Onward and upward. Mom. Yep. I love you Oh, we didn't even talk about our photo shoot that we did.
0: We didn't talk about a lot of things that we did while we were in New York. We got, we kind of segued. We'll talk about it the next time.
1: Okay. (laughs) I love you so much. I love you too, Katie. New podcast episode every Thursday. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow the podcast, follow the show. You can find us at honest to Pete on all the social platforms And we will see you next week. Bye, Mama. Bye, Katie.